Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to another edition of Carnivore Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman, along with Dr. Eric Lopkin, and hot off the press, kind of very apropos that uh, we didn't do the uh, record the show on uh, yesterday, but did it today, and we have, it's official, as they say, we're officially in a recession. In fact, the downward number, I actually thought it was going to be a minor break even, like a 0.01, 0.02 growth, basically stagnant. I was a little surprised. It's almost a downturn, a negative number of almost 1%. That's higher than expected. Um, first of all, your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, economists had ex- actually expected a 0.5% growth. Yeah, uh, and that's instead, what I thought would happen. Yes, and instead we got 0.9% contraction. So they were off by a, basically a full percentage and a half. What absolutely amazes me is that in a speech that happened roughly 15 minutes prior to us going on the air, Joe Biden actually denied that we are in a recession. So he is completely trying to change the definition of a recession. Well, I hate to break this to the president, but you can call a chicken a cow. You're not going to be able to get milk out of it. Well, you can call a woman a man, so what's the difference, really? Changing the name doesn't change the fact that we are in a recession, officially. And the Bureau of Economic Analysis, which is the department of the government that actually decides this and sends out the GDP numbers, in the email that they sent out this morning with the announcement, in the summary they stated point blank that the reason that we had 0.9% drop instead of the 1.6% drop that we had in the first quarter is because there was less government spending in the second quarter. So how have the Democrats responded to this? They've got two major spending bills that they're trying to cram through Congress. They are going to throw gasoline on the fire and make the economy worse. There is no question about that, but it also goes to the point that most of them never really worked in the real world. You do not have to be an MIT economist to know that things like you increase spending during inflationary times. You don't have to be a Mensa candidate. That's highly inflationary. When you raise taxes during a recession, that's not another, not a genius move because you have the XYZ corporation. They're already struggling. I know several people that are working for major corporations. They've already announced 
The shit's going to hit the fan. They get a new tax bill, okay, because they're not paying their fair share. We all know that, right? <clears throat> and what do you think they're going to do, Dr. Lopkin, hire more people when they just got a 10% increase in their costs? No, they're going to lay more people off. And that's the other thing. We'll talk more about this later in the show. But Manchin just caved on a bill that's going to raise corporate taxes. Well, guess what? Inflation's going up. Now the taxes that businesses are going to pay goes up. That all goes into inflation. That's all going to make the situation worse. Well, I have to say, Joe Manchin just signed the longest suicide note in West Virginia history because part of that bill actually increases taxes on coal production, which is one of the key industries, if not the key industry of West Virginia. So what the hell was he smoking? Because I, I want some. I don't know what he was thinking on this one. I did love the reaction from Kirsten Siena, or excuse me, Kirsten Sinema, who was completely unaware that these negotiations were going on. She has not committed to voting for this bill. Ooh, so, so it might not go through. So, yes, there are other Democrats that are going, uh, no, okay, Manchin was covering for us, but we're in tight races. We can't let this bill goes, go through. Do you think he's just signed a sui the longest suicide letter in West Virginia history? I, I do. I think so. I mean, you're I, raising on. taxes on businesses. You're spending to get rid of the coal industry, which yeah. is the cornerstone of West Virginia's economy. So, yeah, I mean, I cannot for the life of me figure out what he was thinking. Or, yes, I, that's, that's for other people to figure out. Uh, and speaking on the whole Biden presidency or lack thereof, amazingly interesting. You have the uh, Washington Post, huge editorial piece, please, Joe, quit. Uh, that <laughs> I've never heard that before. No, it is absolutely amazing for them to be coming out against a sitting president less than two years into his term, calling for him. Well, to let me just, just interject stop. one thing. Most of the time, less than two years, you're still in your quasi honeymoon phase. Yes, and we all know, looking at past presidents. Even those that were at low points in their term at this point, after midterms, when they lose a midterm and they have to deal with the opposing party, they have been able to turn it around. Clinton was able to turn it around. Obama was able to turn it around. The fact that they are calling for him to just quit says they don't believe that he can turn this around. Well, it's not he. That's the wrong pronoun. Yeah, it's it's they. <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 no, it's the administration. He's, exactly. He's yeah. sitting there. And when you saw, I believe you did see, and I hope maybe many of our listeners saw it as well, totally, you know, we talked about how he's really not that nice of a guy. Okay. Afghanistan, the list goes on, right? So people are really hurting. Instead of saying something like, I don't believe we're in a recession, but I feel for all the people out. He walks off the stage. In other words, a big F you to America, really. That yeah, doesn't well, sound like a recession to me and just walks off the stage. He has not done a press conference in six months. No, because he can't handle questions. The reporters in the room have actual facts and he doesn't. 
He says we're not in a recession. Remember, this is the same person that called the Afghanistan withdrawal a rousing success. Yes, he, has, I, I... he has no idea what is going on, what people are dealing with. And this showed up in more economic news this week when the consumer confidence numbers came out. Lois in his administration, yes. Which is one of those lagging indicators that if people aren't feeling good, they're, they're, you know, they're not. They're, they're thinking about spending less, not more. And there's under, other indicators that doesn't bode well for us pulling out of this. No, it doesn't. Before and the midterms. Part of the, part of the big problem with Biden's message from what he said today is that he does not understand the numbers. He said, well, consumer spending is up. Now, first of all, we know from the Walmart earnings report this week that that's not true. Consumer spending is down. But more than that, consumers are spending more to get less because mm -hmm. inflation is so high. So, And he does not seem to understand this. Well, there's many things he doesn't understand, but you mentioned Walmart. That's very interesting because I've heard many economists say that's its own indicator. When yes. Walmart being kind of like the largest retailer in the world, obviously the largest in America, when they lower their expectations, it's basically a bellwether for all retail sales. It doesn't take a stretch, a leap of faith to understand that. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Um and there's there's certain retailers. Uh, Jim Cramer actually, I don't know if he still does, but he used to refer to this as watch. And this was how he would gauge what the retail sector is doing. And watch stood for Walmart, Amazon, Target, Costco, Home Depot. Mm -hmm. and, it was, and it was those five companies that when they started pulling back, when they were reporting that spending was down, you knew trouble was coming. And that's so guess what, what trouble's coming. Trouble's here. It's not coming. It's here. Very well, Lopkin. You're correct. Yes. It's already, the train has already left the station, and so has the Democrats over Biden. You had Cory Bush, a member of the squad, and I believe it's Tim Ryan, a uh, candidate for the senatorial position. Uh, opening in Ohio, both just completely skirted the question, a very simple question, and in other times, even with unpopular presidents like Carter, most people would say, most political people would say, sure, he has the right to run, or maybe at least a, 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 a mediocre endorsement. They just ran away from the – because he's so toxic. It, it's and I, I believe on that issue, I want you to comment on this as well. I believe it's gone to disapproval to hatred because he's so out of touch no empathy no competency i think many people just plainly dislike him well he comes across as completely unsympathetic and unlikable so yes people are reacting stronger to him than they would somebody who was coming out and saying i know things are bad but we're going to get through this We've got a plan to move forward. He's not saying this. He just keeps doubling down on the same failed policies. And in fact, there were a number of political cartoons that came out over the last week when it was announced that Biden had COVID. And basically, 
it was all about Democrats going, yes, let's just keep him isolated. We'll tell him we ha- he has COVID and keep him isolated until November so he doesn't come out and campaign. Oh, 100%. And I heard another commentary that he actually does better when he is quarantined because you can have it all show. It's all Hollywood. You can have him behind a desk, you know, calling world leaders exactly to your point. He's better just like in the campaign. He's much better, much more effective, much more appealing politically and everything else when he's in the basement. So he should have a perpetual state of COVID would be the best thing for his presidency. Well, I mean, the best thing for him is when nobody can ask him questions because it becomes very obvious he has no answers and the answers he does give are completely false. Yeah, but you know something, you can go a bridge too far when the Americans expect, America expects you to answer questions. They're unemployed. You can have the ho-hos to answer questions about are we in or not in a recession you don't and he's always angry he's always pissed that's part of the dementia he walks off stage it doesn't look like a recession to me and just walks i mean who does that no president well none part of the problem is that the media has been an arm of the democratic party for so long Biden just expects them to go along with him. Those days are over, though. We agree. Yeah, he he took he took the media for granted. He didn't give them interviews. He just thought they were going to do whatever he said. And they're not. And he's pissed. He has been complaining all over. Well, he's not being treated fairly by the media. It's like, really, if the media treated him as badly as they did Donald Trump, he would have a mental breakdown. If he's capable of that, but that's yeah. another issue. Uh, looking at the midterms, a couple of issues. Trump, which is interesting. I really like your opinion on this. Uh, everyone I know, conservative friends, none of them, and I, I even visited someone I knew, you know, their, her brother and, uh, and, his, and, and his wife, all Republicans. I've never met, I have not met any Republicans who say, yes, I definitely want Trump to run. I think there's an underlying, and why do I bring that up? Because Republicans do not want him to announce his intentions to run for the presidency, for re-election, if you will, until after the midterms, not before, because it's another rallying cry for the left to get out. Yeah, the there are, yeah, there are rumors that he's going to announce wh- whether or not he will run in September. Uh, If he does run, I hope he holds back the announcement until after the midterms. If he's not going to run, fine, announce that in September. The problem is the polling has been very extreme. And Republican polls tend to focus on the extreme right. Well, the extreme right wants him to run again. And again... And this is the problem that both parties face, because in the primaries, the more extreme aspects of the party come out strong in those primaries. That's why Bernie Sanders tends to do well in the Democratic primaries for, you know, at least until the DNC steps in and goes, no, we can't have this. Exactly. The same thing happens on the Republican side. The more extreme 
parts of the party that want, you know, as Biden calls them, the extreme MAGA, which is actually ridiculous. But the fact of the matter is Trump's policies are very popular throughout the party. It's Trump as an individual that is facing backlash because he does not get out of the way of his own ego. And isn't there a Trump fatigue, though, across the board, across the political spectrum? People, including myself, I've had enough of the guy. It's time to move on. Yes. But DeSantis, others. The, the best example of Trump fatigue, there is a commercial that was airing. Uh, Donald Trump put together this book of photos and he was hawking the book and hawking the book and you saw the commercials. Even in that commercial, now apparently you're seeing the results of Trump fatigue because he's no longer in the commercial. The commercial is now Donald Trump Jr., selling the book because they saw there was a backlash. People don't want to hear from from Trump Sr. anymore. I would like you to comment on this analysis or at least this, uh, this view I have. I believe people just need an excuse. And I think in uh, Iowa or New Hampshire, if a DeSantis or anyone else breaks through, I think the dike breaks for Trump. And I think people then have an excuse to say, I'm switching horses. What do you think? I think you're right. And I think that applies to both parties. Uh, recent polls in New Hampshire have Pete Buttigieg beating Joe Biden. I think if you see New Hampshire go for Ron DeSantis in the Republican primary and Pete Buttigieg in the Democratic primary, you're going to see a whole different race. And that's that's going to be interesting. Now, I don't think either Biden or Trump will drop out of the primaries if they've decided to run until it until it's impossible for them to win. But what the parties have to realize is, yeah, this is a primary. And the more you beat each other up, the easier it is for your opponent to jump on the bandwagon and go, well, look, his own party said this about him. So this is a, a political fact, not opinion. Every sitting president that's been primaried, latest one was uh, was uh, was Carter. They no, lose in the in George H. W. was primaried. I don't remember that. Yeah, George H. W. had a primary. Um, he, I think he was the last sitting president to be primaried. But yeah, okay, the we, point is, you're so weak after that, you lose the, uh, in the, the general. general. Yes. Uh, speaking of the elections, the midterms, which was this big red wave, we were going to sweep everything. We we're going to have veto, veto-proof uh, majorities. That's fading. We, I, I mean, everyone predicts the Republicans are going to win the House, but the Senate is looking increasingly precarious. Your thoughts? Uh, they, say, they say the Senate is more precarious. I don't know that it's really that much more precarious. I mean, first of all, you're talking about a poll about a generic ballot because there's mm-hmm. still a lot of primaries to go. We don't even know who the candidates are going to be yet. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Even, okay. if, even if the generic poll says it's a 50-50 split with neither party having an advantage, we know for a fact from talking to the polling companies that these polls swing liberal. So even a, a dead heat will end up benefiting the Republicans. So do I think they're going to get a veto-proof majority? No, I don't think that's possible. Do I think they'll still be able to take the Senate? I, th- I think it is possible. Um, and quite frankly, the last poll that I saw, non-generic, actually has the Republicans winning the Senate 53 to 47. It's not a big lead. No, but it's it, a, no, it's critical, Doctor Lafayette. Yes, because it need this this train wreck needs to be arrested, needs to stop immediately. It can't be there's little fissions that then maybe this bill can. No, we're talking about we need the, the momentum to have reversals. Even Democrats in the Senate, you need to scare the shit out of them that maybe they come on board to reverse some of this madness. Well, and that's that's another part of this. Because you have, I believe, six Democratic senators right now who are in red states or purple states, you know, that are in very tight Senate races. If Manchin allows what's essentially a scaled back, build back better to actually pass, and they raise the taxes, they increase the spending, inflation goes up between now and the midterm, those senators are in big trouble. Well, you have a very interesting point. I don't, maybe you can comment on it. Are there maybe that below the radar, even for this particular go broke better uh, legislation, that actually we could have some dissension with that people are just counting already in the right column, but may go to the left? Or vice versa, I should say. I mean, if you're looking at it, just forget it, your own political survival. A 31% approval rate for Biden. People hate his policies. We're officially in a recession. And if you're in a tight senatorial, why the heck would you vote for this shit? Yeah, there is a possibility that without Manchin for cover, one of the other senators will step up. Um, if I had to, to be a hero. On- yeah, if I had to bet on any of them, it would be cinema. But there are, I believe, at least four senators that voted for Democratic bills prior that the only reason they did it is because they knew Manchin wasn't going to support it. So they could play up to the party and not worry about it passing. 
Now, True. one of them, one of those four may have to step up and take over as the roadblock to keep or the, the far same left one, I should say. Yeah, because to keep the because far we left are officially from destroying us. We officially take back. Remember, American yep. Patriot of the Year, Joe Manchin. I give him now. Take the award, and I now give him a new award, shithead traitor, because <laughs> what he's going to do is going to be immeasurable into damage to the economy and West Virginia. I hope he gets his ass handed to him because I never thought he was a Menza candidate. I always thought he was a political hack, but I did admire the fact that he stood up to insanity, which it, this is having hyperinflation, which is what we're in, and you're throwing more spending and more tax hikes. Are you trying to cause it? Maybe they are. Yeah, and here's, here's the thing about those tax hikes. Historically, any time we have raised taxes, we have never, 0% of the time, have we ever actually made the money that was predicted when they put the bill together. Actually, the reverse is true. We've made more during tax reductions. Yes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because all you're really doing, Dr. Lockin, is passing the bill to the states and others because they lay off people. You have less infusion of money into the, into the economy. States have to pick up a tab for unemployment insurance. And let's face it, you, leave, you lose a good corporate job. I don't give a shit, shit if the, the, the unemployment is 3%. Yeah, you can go back to Starbucks. But to lose a $100,000 a year corporate job, especially if you're getting a little older, that is not something that could be replicated very easily. Correct, Dr. Locke? That's true. And, I mean, while it is easier now than it was during the Great Recession. No question, yes. As, as this goes forward, we may get to that point because we've already seen tech companies freeze hiring and start layoffs. We've seen other companies do it. If you raise taxes on corporations, that is a cost. That means every dollar that they had now, that's got to go to taxes before anything else. That money's got to come from somewhere. So either they're going to cut their costs, which very often means layoffs, or they're going to raise their prices, which in turn goes to raise inflation, which is going to make the recession worse. Regardless, way, it is a, yeah, it's a prescription way, for disaster. This is a di- exactly. So speaking of disasters, he's not a disaster. I think he's brilliant, although he gets hit some issues in his personal life. Bill O'Reilly was uh, – it was an interview that I heard, and this is very interesting being a historian myself. He now ranks Joe Biden – he used to be a history teacher, Mr. O'Reilly, in the top three worst presidents, not of like modern times, blah, 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 of all times. He thinks James Buchanan, many people believe he's the, the reason for the uh, Civil War, Herbert Hoover, and then Joe Biden. And he had a caveat to that because he thinks Biden could replace Hoover because at least Hoover inherited the underpinnings of the Great Depression, whereas Biden caused his. Your comments. Yeah, most people don't realize that Bill O'Reilly is actually a historian. He has a number of books that have been published, all historical 
So he knows what he's talking about. And yes, Biden is that bad. And people keep making excuses for him. When you look at the numbers, when you look at what's actually happened, take a look at, I mean, even aside from all the economic numbers we've been talking about, take a look at the fact, the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Take a look at the fact that more terrorists are now at large using Afghanistan as a base. Take a look at the 900 thousand criminals that have come across the border just in the Biden presidency. I'm not talking about folk, you know, migrants that come across and turn themselves into immigration so that they can become Americans. I'm talking about the folks that flee when immigration shows up at the border because they don't want to register they these are primarily drug dealers these are terrorists these are gang well, members and all 900,000 of them yes you could make a strong case that uh, biden and his administration has committed treason especially when you look at things like you just mentioned the criminals the explosion of criminal elements entering this country unchecked plus the fentanyl um, scourge yes. of fentanyl and what it's done. I think more young people die of fentanyl than any other cause. Is that not correct? I believe it is. It is. Fentanyl is now the number one cause of death in the United States. And the woke agenda of the prosecutors in many states is making it even worse. Two fentanyl mules were caught in California with 91 million tablets, okay? This is, this is enough fentanyl to kill the entire state of Delaware. And they were released on their own recognizance. There is no rhyme now, or reason for that. And now, of course, now, of course, they're in the wind. You know, nobody knows where they are. So this is this is what America is. You have rising crime rates, and you know Biden keeps yelling, "Oh yeah, it's not him. He's never said defund the police," and he's right. He has never said to defund the police. He has tried to give police funding, but he has never told the rest of his party, "Look, you need to back off because your policy is destroying democratically run cities." He's so weak, he's incapable of that. Um, and, you know, with weakness, fills, there's always a void to fill, and there's increasing speculation. Well, I'll refer back to Bill O'Reilly again. He believes that the Democrat he, – he was one of the first to say Joe would not run for a second term. He still believes that, obviously, and he believes Michelle Obama will come into the fray. Your comments? Yeah, there, there's been a lot of talk – about Michelle Obama. I don't know that she's going to run. In interviews, she has actually come out and said she has no desire to run. She's not running, uh, but her name keeps coming up. They also keep trying to resurrect Hillary Clinton. Okay. I mean, Gavin like resurrecting Newsom, the dead. Yeah, Gavin Newsom wants to run. Well, Gavin um, Newsom, I think, will run. He's 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 trolling. He's getting it. He's trying to get it done. Again, it's all about ego versus accomplishment. 
you know, if he wanted to run to destroy America, I'd vote for him because he's no one's more qualified from what he's done to California. But this uh, hubris of I'm qualified to be president after there's a bigger exodus than the uh, than the Jews back uh, back with, uh, you know, with Moses out of out of California. It it is absolutely amazing who is announcing they want to run because you've got Gavin Newsom, governor of California far-left candidate that destroyed the state of California. You have Pritzker, governor of Illinois. Take a look at what's going on in Chicago and Illinois. I mean, even the Chicago Bears don't want to be in Chicago anymore. Yes, that that to me is un... Like, synonymous with Chicago is the Bears, without any question. Yes. right. White Sox could go to another suburb. Who cares? The Bears actually, and they just, and by the way, that stadium is a bunch of bullshit. That's a, that just got revamped like less than 10 years ago. They just want to move because the, the fans aren't showing up. Well, well, the fans don't feel safe going That's to what the I'm stadium. Yes. It's a safety yes. issue. It's not a stadium so, issue. That stadium the- has just been recently renovated. Yeah, no, it's got nothing to do with the stadium. It's all about the city of Chicago. But all of these people they're saying we're going to run against Joe they're all far left candidates guess what a far, somebody who is running to the left of Biden may very well be able to do well in a democratic primary but they're going to lose in the general because independents don't want to swing that far left yeah, I would agree with that. And uh, again, it will be it will be fun, funny when either Biden announces it'll be a great it'll almost be like Johnson. I things are so precarious. Of course, I've caused it and I need to devote all my attention and I'm not going to it'll be some self-serving speech. But I believe after the midterms, if they do get their head handed to him, he will announce they'll, he'll have no choice but to announce um, that he's not going forward. A um, couple more items to finish out this uh, this edition of, uh, of Carnivore Radio. We have Nancy, fancy Nancy in the news. Of course she is. Uh, again, welcome to Senility. Uh, her Paul, the, uh, the recipient of two DUIs, which may or may not be indicative of an alcohol problem. What do you think? <clears throat> um, she or her husband invested basically insider trading with investments – with, uh, with, with a chip maker and go back in time like a year ago. Also happened with Microsoft. Microsoft got a big contract for the Defense Department. And guess who voted that or pushed that? It's just coincidence, isn't it, Dr. Lopkin, that he would make you know, millions? And it's also what we said on the show. She's the big socialist, right? She actually even said, because she's so retarded, corporate bad, literally corporate bad, middle class good, like God talk about talking down to people but no she's 85 years old so is he you got like 10 good years left at best how much is it you're worth 150 talk about unbridled greed isn't that what nancy fancy nancy would be 100 percent against corporate greed she hates corporations because they're greedy but look don't look in the mirror nancy oh god forbid because you're also a greedy person yeah i mean yeah, we've we've talked about this before. Martha Stewart went to jail for doing less than what Nancy Pelosi has done. They want us to believe, well, 
her and her husband never talk about what's oh, going no, on. Never, like, oh, never. Of course not. It's like now, looking at it from a, a strict investment point of view, is Nvidia a good stock to invest in, whether or not the Chips Act goes through? Yes, it is. He's got that as a defense. But come on, look at the timing. She's pushing through this act, which now actually has to go back to the House. We'll see if it passes now that um, the mansion has said the others, because now there were some Republicans that were supporting it that are going, well, no, now it's too much spending. So we'll Yes, see, I've heard that too. Yes. In we'll fact, McConnell's. McConnell said he would let this pass if they didn't try to do another spending program, but they hoodwinked him. Yes. So we'll see what happens with it. But no. Yeah. John Stewart actually said this about uh, COVID coming from the Wuhan lab. But the, the phrase actually is just as applicable here. He goes, if an outbreak of chocolatey goodness happens right outside of Hershey, Pennsylvania, you know where it came from. If suddenly Senate spouses are investing in stocks that are going to benefit from what Congress is doing, guess where the information came from? It's not brain surgery. I think you should have a show on CNBC. And that's one of the few I would actually watch. Insider trading with Pauly P. That would well, be fantastic because that would I, truly be I, inside scoops. I will tell you, there is an index fund that people can invest in that tracks his investments and follows Beautiful. along. Beautiful. Uh, and then also speaking of uh, Fancy Nancy, uh, there's a little controversy about her going to Taiwan. Um, again, I think the administration, her, whatever screwed it up, if they didn't do what they did. It probably would have been a non-issue. Now they've backed themselves and China into a corner and we'll see what's going to happen. Your thoughts? Yeah, this, this was, it came out that she was going to visit Taiwan. Biden made a big deal of it saying, you know, it's a bad idea. You can't go. The military says you can't go. If they had kept their mouth shut, to shut no, up. nobody would have known she was going until she was already there and it would have been a big nothing. Now, she kind of has to go because otherwise it looks go. like we're backing down from China. Interesting to see. I'm sure she'll um, put her best foot forward and articulate our, um, our, our messaging clearly, as she always does. But we try to do our best at Carnivore Radio, and we're increasing our listenership, aren't we, Dr. Lopkin? We are. And, of course, you can find every episode of Carnivore Radio at the Carnivore Radio website at xvadio.com slash podcast. The Apple Podcast app, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, and whatever other platform actually respects freedom of speech. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you very much, Dr. Lofkin, and thank our listeners. We'll see you next time.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.